Finally, the long-awaited episode 20. <laughs> uh, I mean, how many people are really waiting for it, though? I don't know. I don't know. I've been waiting for it. I'm excited yeah, for it. Two people. I've There's just... two at least. There we go. <laughs> two at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's hard when life gets busy, man. Yeah. This has just been a busy month with moving and birthdays. Yeah. Yeah. We are both a year older. <gasps> no, I stayed the same. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Hey, pals. Hey, buddies. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Hybel study. study. The only time where the terms God and stoned actually lead to a good time. If you haven't listened before, awesome. We are a couple of former Christians. And what we like to do here is hash out what more realistically could be happening in these Bible stories. And ultimately what these characters might have been experiencing while living through all of this. Because we still know that there are great spiritual takeaways in this big book. But those have been muddled in way too much dogma for 2,000 years now. So, feel free to get your Bibles out, follow along. Or like in church, just listen and take our word as fact. Her name's Mary, my name's Justin. Is there anything else we need to talk about before we get into it? Okay, so what are you going to have today? I have a Maui Wowie cart by, let's see, who's this one? Platinum... <laughs> Platinum vapes. Platinum vapes. Platinum. There okay. we go. Do they always have that orange tip? That's one thing I actually really like about platinum vapes is they color coordinate the tips of their cartridges based on whether it's a sativa, indica, or hybrid. Oh, okay. So all the sativas are like this yellowy orange, and then the hybrids are pink, and I believe the indicas are blue, but I really like that. Yeah, that's I think a nice that's feature. fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're like me and like to have a million carts going at once because you like variety. Yeah, but then you need to get all these other batteries. <laughs> That's fair. Having worked in dispensaries, I just have a shit ton of these uh -huh. little like stick batteries lying around. Yeah, you're rich like that. I am. Yeah. So I, rich. <laughs> so rich. I am having Blue Dream today uh, from a drip Yes. Cart. Yes. Oh, what a fantastic strain. How does yours Ooh. taste? Does it have a good blue blue dream flavor? I mean, it's, it's it's got the typical flavor, yeah. It's nothing, like, really special, but, like, it, you know, it's, it's blue dream. Hi. Hell yeah. <laughs> I've had some blue dream carts that were just not very good. Like, the the taste was off and wrong. I was like, is this even Blue Dream? So I always have to check. Drip usually has pretty good flavor. Yeah. Sweet. We got that rolled up nicely. That means it's time we refer to the Bible. Our current study follows a possible chronological order of Jesus' ministry throughout the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This is episode number... 20! Okay. So, do you remember what happened long ago in episode 19? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jesus is um, approached by a man trying to get his epileptic son heals. Um, but the man had already like brought his son to the disciples and they couldn't heal him. And Jesus is like, y'all couldn't do this because y'all had little faith. And then... Jesus was all exasperated and was like, fine, I'll cast out the demon. And he cast out the demon, you know. Mm -hmm. And then we got his whole foretelling of his death and resurrection. And the disciples like totally didn't know what was going on and what the fuck he was saying. But they were also like too afraid to ask. So it was just kind of a weird tenseness. Yeah. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, and then some tax collectors came to Peter and were asking if Jesus pays taxes, and <laughs> Jesus was like, bitch, I don't get taxed, but uh, here's some fish. <laughs> I don't think Jesus just gave fish to the tax collectors. <laughs> no, he didn't. I just misread my notes is all. <laughs> he he told him to go fishing, and, and there's a shekel in the mouth of the first fish, and... Use that 
for your taxes, for you and for me. A shackle. A shackle. I just think of Rick and Morty because they have, I think they call them like smeckles or schmeckles. It's the currency that they use in in the in the, the Rick Citadel. Citadel. Ricks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Also in the Pocket Morty's game because I played that so hard when it first came out. Pocket Morty. Then I Morty's? switched phones. Yeah, dude, it's an awesome game. It's kind of like if if Rick and Morty was Pokemon, and all the Pokemon were different Mortys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. It's pretty great. I, I played it so hard and I had so many things and like I invested real money into this game and then I switched <laughs> phones and lost all of my stuff and I was so sad so I never picked it back up. Wait, what else? There was some, after the fish. Oh yeah, he just presents a child to them. <laughs> oh yeah, because they were asking who's yeah. the greatest in heaven. Yeah. And so he like just gives them, like just puts a child in front of them. He doesn't give them a child. Yes. Yeah places him in front of him he was like this is the purest motherfucker up in the his house and uh y'all are sinful this kid's naive and pure that's who's the greatest but also fuck Mm y'all and then we're supposed to avoid sin like the plague and then it then he goes into cut off your own body parts if they make you sinful like if you're if you steal cut off your own hand if you're lustful, pluck out your eyeballs. All that. All that. So then, you, you ready to go into today? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. Uh, John chapter 7, verse 1 to 36. This is the, the festival of tabernacles. Oh. And now, I was finally able to figure out what exactly a tabernacle was. And it's just like a little little tent, lean-to thing made out of trees. Oh. So it's just a bunch of people gathering around the city, making tents and living for a week. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's really cool. I wish we did that as communities still. Mm-hmm. It's to to commemorate their time in the wilderness. I love it. I feel like I kind of do that anyway. I feel like I always end up camping at least once a month. I know. Usually but, around the full moon. But camping at that scale, I mean, that, that feels like a music festival. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm doing that personally, but I want I want a whole community to do that. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? That'd be cool. I don't go camping for a whole week. It's usually just a night or mm-hmm. a weekend. But that would be cool as shit. I feel like it's so important to get, like, in touch and in tune with with nature and the earth itself. And it's good to ground back to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's so important. I always feel yes. like rejuvenated. I feel like I have a fresh start mm-hmm. after doing that. Okay, so I, hmm, I, I kind of like John how how he writes because he gives like a lot of like the little details that can re- I can really research and really find out things. So I went like really into like when exactly mm-hmm. this festival that this that today everything's gonna be taking place in. Because, ah. you know, even in the Bible and a lot of like religious things and everything, they just give you like, you know, it's like, oh, it's it's this Jewish month. But what does that equate to? I don't know. I don't know. It's like, you yeah, gotta really like, I don't know. Why, why isn't that just easier to find? I don't know. I wish it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, this. Yeah, it's like the first week of October. Yes. And it's perfect. And I love it. Mm. It it kind of the, the the pre-party and that that kind of stuff. You're you're getting ready starts around uh, the fall equinox thing. So it's like you're getting started for that you know, for for the party because it's just the harvest season. And then you go to the city and see your family and camp out. I think that's cool as shit. Okay, but now I'm seeing where it equates in like the wheel of the year mm-hmm. with like all of that because that would be. Ma- Mabon, Maboon, I don't know mm-hmm. how to say them out loud because I just <laughs> read them and I often read things wrong, but I can spell it correctly for you all day. <laughs> um, yeah, because that's, that's a few days before my birthday. It's mm-hmm. four days before my birthday and that's the fall equinox, the mm-hmm. autumn equinox. It's about the harvest and it's wonderful. I was so excited about my birthday and all the birthdays and everything happening. I totally forgot about it until several days after. Really? 
but that was fine. <laughs> yeah. That is so unlike me. <laughs> Usually I'm getting hyped up for a couple of days. That just means I have to be extra prepared for Samhain. Mm-hmm. AKA Halloween. Okay, so so that was a lot of background. <clears throat> should we actually yeah, like talk about it? <laughs> yeah, we should. Yeah. So while everybody's getting ready for that festival, Jesus stuck around his hometown because every, all the Jews wanted him dead. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of making fun of him here because they're like, oh, we're all leaving. Why aren't you going to go and be this great prophet you say you are? Right. That's fair. In mine, it says his brethren was talking to him. So, yeah, I didn't know if that was his family or his townsfolk. Like, cause... Yeah, just the people around his town. Yeah, that would make sense. But I don't know if yours said something different. Yeah, mine said brothers a lot. I, I'm inclined to think it's his actual family. That yeah. makes sense too, though. Okay. Could be. I don't know. Hmm. I like his whole, like, my time is not fully come. <laughs> the world hates me because I testify about this. <laughs> it just felt a little angsty oh, when I yes. wrote it in my notes. Oh, it, it did. <laughs> He's very dramatic, and he's just telling him, like, oh, I'm going to go later. For real. I'm not ready to go yet. Yes. Yeah. He makes it sound like it's this whole big thing, but it's really like, I'll just be there later. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. It. It is really pushed more towards like not his time to die yet or whatever like oh i don't know <laughs> yeah that's definitely what i think they're trying to imply here mm-hmm. but i don't think that's what he meant here <laughs> yeah it goes into jesus leaving secret and then cut to the festival and there's like guards everywhere looking for jesus because like he's gonna be here we gotta get this guy and yeah. it just kind of cuts into like I think in the crowd, like, some of them were like, oh, he's a great man. Others, like, I don't know about that Jesus guy. It was just... Yeah, absolutely. But they no one kind of divided on that. Mm-hmm. But no one wanted to say his name because then the guards would instantly be like, hey, then you'd have to deal with them. <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. So it was kind of just a... He showed up in quiet. He knew that people wanted him there. So he was there, but he didn't want, like the big people the pharisees to know he was there mm-hmm. but yeah it was the middle of the festival when jesus is is working up the courage or gets there whatever to finally teach absolutely yeah so he he starts teaching and uh and they're questioning like how can he teach if he's had no education and he's like well the teaching is not mine but it's his who sent me and he's telling the people who are questioning him like Mm-hmm. If you truly know God, you'll understand that these are his teachings. This is his mm-hmm. teachings, not mine. And he's basically saying, like, there are exceptions to things here. Like, we're supposed to rest on the Sabbath, but mm-hmm. a baby was born and needs a circumcision. Oh, no. This work needs done mm-hmm. to abide by Moses's law. So he's like, y'all need to stop taking things that seriously and that literally and realize life has to move. You have to you have to still do things. Take care of your necessities. I mean, it's even just in this the specific thing he's doing because he's like he got in trouble because he healed a man. He's like, you can cut yeah. off, you can reduce a human, but you can't in, like enhance a human. I don't know. <laughs> but like for mine, um, and they're like you have a devil who's out to kill you so he's like still in secret and just talking about things like people don't realize who he is yet but i like how just like the the only excuse that they can just keep giving because they're just so sure about these prophecies is just like well he's not from bethlehem yeah so yeah whatever Mm -hmm. i think it's funny the division that you see there it's like nope he doesn't fully meet this he's not from here it doesn't work. It's like, it really is eye-opening to how um, people are the same today as they were then. Mm-hmm. We're exactly the same. We're just so divided over something different right now. We don't have our Jesus here to fight about, so we have to fight about everything else. <laughs> we are divided as fuck, man. Yeah. We Humans are. can't agree. We need to learn to be empathetic and compromise. We're not very good at that as a society here in America. Ooh. So, yeah. Okay, but then... Yeah, dude. He's just talking straight facts now. He's like, y'all need to get your shit together. Realize. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I mean, they did. Then, like, wait a minute. This is the Jesus guy. How is he here? How have they not caught him yet? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. And he goes all, do not judge my appearances. Judge with right judgment. Mm -hmm. I just think that's an interesting statement. It's a good statement. Mm -hmm. And it also kind of, like, this whole part right here with judgment kind of goes hand in hand with the whole, um, like, do not... I don't remember how it's worded, but it's like, don't judge your brother for the speck in his eye when you have to pull a log out of your own eye, you know? Obviously, that's not verbatim. I don't remember the exact wording, but you get the gist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like that goes kind of hand in hand with that. It's like, don't judge on appearances. You don't know what's actually going on here. You don't know who sent me. You don't know me or my daddy. (laughs) And uh, judge your own shit before you start trying to kill me. (laughs) I have lived my life. I know what I have done. I can judge those actions. You don't know shit about me, so you can fuck right <laughs> off. Then we get like the first instance of plot armor because they sought to get him, but it wasn't his time, so they didn't catch him yet. Yep, they couldn't get him. That happens a few times in these chapters. <laughs> it sure do. Yeah, okay, I was a little confused on that, so I'm hoping you can give me a little clarity. Um... Because it, they, that was where they were talking about, where, where John was talking about the division happening in the mm-hmm. people and how some people were saying, like, um, like would like when, when the Christ comes, would he even be able to do, you know, these miracles? He's done all of these things. Mm-hmm. I was confused at that because I couldn't tell if they were saying, obviously, that means he's the Christ or he's someone separate. Like, I couldn't tell if they believed that he was who he said he was. I believe they they believed <laughs> who he said he was because they're like, okay, could we get another Christ that's even better than this? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That's kind of where I was leaning, but I wasn't quite sure. But then Pharisees go looking for him after that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you'll never catch me, guys. And they're like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? <laughs> Where are you going to go? Greece? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of mm-hmm. like that Jesus is using the same words each time he's saying, like, I'm going to leave and you're not going to be able to find me. It's not my time yet. <laughs> he, he says, you will seek me and you will not find me. Um, and where I where I am, you cannot come. Like, he, mm-hmm. he says that every time. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is what is?" he mean where he is we can't come they're like is he oh i think that's later i'll wait (laughs) it starts now and yeah it keeps going Mm -hmm. i just think that's funny he just keeps using the same words that's staying true to himself Mm -hmm. sure as heck okay but yeah i had so for for like this this first little bit i think back in verse 20 i think sorry i didn't have it right there you're good um this is when he was like you know, you have the devil who wants to kill you. Like, well, you're you're mad. What, the, really? Now, yeah. The, the, my Bible note says that the last half of this verse seems unnecessary because of another verse back in chapter five about and the Jews sought to kill him. So it's like, did they not realize that he's still in secret and like how just words work? Interesting. I don't know. That is a weird note to have for that because mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of things that are repetitive or don't seem necessary. And that of all of them seems like a really weird one to have a note for. Mm-hmm. So then, I mean, the next section is just the rest of John 7. We're just, just, just a bunch of John today. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that, so 30, verse 37 to 53, and it's the last day of the festival. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. The river, rivers of living water. Yes. If anyone thirsts, come to him or let him come to me and drink. And whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Yeah, so he's saying like, y'all are thirsty. Y'all are spiritually thirsty. Mm -hmm. Come to me and I will fill you. Your life will be fulfilled. Your spirituality will be fulfilled. Satisfied. You won't thirst anymore. I like that uh, your, your translation is using heart because mine is still using belly because of 
like you know that's where emotion and everything thought used to be coming from yeah you get butterflies in your stomach and things and you're supposed to trust your gut and it's it was all about that absolutely yeah i mean it makes sense if you don't if you didn't have the science back then that we have now you don't know Mm -hmm. because you do physically feel your emotions that is a very real thing yeah then i mean there was just more people talking about well this has to be christ and like but he's not from bethlehem like david and again and again yeah but so it's the end of the festival and he's jesus has gotten away with everything and so the guard officers get in trouble by like the high priests of like why didn't why couldn't you catch this man and they're like well we never we've never heard a man say anything like he did before they like really like the guy he won them over because wasn't he one of them before yeah dude Well, and that was the crazy thing is the guards were divided too. It wasn't mm-hmm. just the civilians. Of yeah. course he wasn't caught. Half the guards were like probably letting him escape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, well, they were mad. Like how could you be deceived like the rest of these fools in town? <laughs> yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. They were pissed. But if you remember from a long time ago, the character Nicodemus. Oh, he's back. Yeah, because he's on the Sanhedrin. And he's a friend of Jesus's there, too. Nicodemus just, like, clapped back at his fellow Pharisees not to judge people. <laughs> and then Jesus yeah, dude. Him, he's like, hey, guys, why are we being so mean to this guy? Shouldn't Our law says we give him a chance, right? And again, they're like, he's not from Bethlehem, so we can judge him as much as we want. <laughs> yeah, dude. And they're like, you are from Gal- you are from where he's from. You know nothing's coming out of there. Everybody hated that place. Yeah. That started to make me wonder if the term Jesus of Nazareth would have actually be more of an insult. I I was kind of thinking that too. I don't know though, because I feel uh-huh. like yeah. that was still kind of like a title. It's just like <laughs> your name of where you're from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. But yeah, I feel like of Nazareth, anybody from there, that is, I mean, I'm sure there was definitely a tone involved. Mm-hmm. Dang. Then Jesus gets more plot armor, and that's the end. That's seven. Yeah. No prophet's gonna arise from Galilee. <laughs> Ain't happening. Dunzo. Ah. Okay, I had a confusing note, Bible note in here, for Jesus's whole you know, come and drink my water thing. Yeah. So if you want to be confused, I can go on. Let's hear it. Okay. Though it is not mentioned in the Old Testament, the Jews had a ceremony of carrying water from the pool of Siloam and pouring it into a silver basin by the altar of burnt offering each day for the first seven days of the Feast of Tabernacles. On the eighth day, this was not done, making Christ's offer of the water of eternal life from him even more startling. Like, I don't believe that would be water for people to drink. No, I don't think so either. What what is what is this getting at like why is that i still... don't i don't know what verse is that one that's 37 ish yeah 37 39 yes okay yeah i don't know can you read your thing one more time yeah read or the like whole beginning. thing no just the beginning <laughs> just the beginning um well the beginning is though it is not mentioned in the old testament keep going a little <laughs> <laughs> uh like putting water into a silver basin by the burnt offering altar thingy and they just didn't do that on the last day and jesus is talking about water and they're like what could why this is so shocking Hmm. i don't know what they're trying to pull from that i don't know man i feel like maybe they're trying to get at like they were doing some sort of old ritual thing that they shouldn't be doing anymore and hmm Jesus didn't do it, so it was a shock to them that they weren't doing this ritual thing. Okay. Because a lot of, like, I mean, paganism was a big thing still at this yeah. at this time. So, I mean, I'm sure that that was probably some sort of ritual thing that they would do with the, with the water, you know? <laughs> I mean, that's been, like, really the 
one of the bigger problems they've had with them so far is just like, yeah, you don't need to do the rituals. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're all like, are you kidding me? We have to appease the gods. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 no. That's where you're wrong. It's not all the gods. It's one god. <laughs> it's okay. And you can appease him this way. They're like just so mind blown because they've known this other thing for so mm -hmm. long. Their entire culture is changing, you know? Well, I mean, it never finished. No. It's always in... Yeah. It's always in change. Honestly, that's how we should be as society and as people. We should always be changing and evolving and growing. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, because you're right. It is still definitely changing. Yeah, I mean, that, that ends. Every man went unto his own house. So uh, festival's over. They go home. Jesus goes to the Mount of Olives. Yeah, the Mount of Olives. For chapter eight, all of it. All of it. <laughs> oh, I remember when I was younger, there was like this this Christmas cartoon movie about called Olive the Other Reindeer. And it was a dog yeah, named Olive. Yeah, that that um that that misheard it and was like, oh well, I guess I have to go help Santa. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I don't remember actually watching it, but I remember like seeing the commercials yeah i remember the name of it oh <laughs> yeah dude you you ready to go on yeah dude okay this time we're talking about adultery <gasps> yes kind of <laughs> yeah dude so there is a woman caught in the act of adultery and jesus was in this town and stuff and and the people brought her to him and were like so Moses's law says she should be stoned. Mm -hmm. So what do you say? And, you know, he's just sitting there like drawing in the dirt <laughs> like it's nothing. Ignoring them. And then, yeah, and he's just <laughs> like, well, let him who is without sin be the first to throw a stone. And uh, one by one, people kind of just uh, left mm -hmm. because everyone is sinful because we're all fucking human. <laughs> And uh, so Jesus, he says to her, where where have they gone? Has no one condemned you? And, you know, she's like, no, no one. They're all gone. They left. No one has condemned me. And, and he says, neither do I condemn you. Go on and sin no more. Mm -hmm. He's like, I get it. You've done this thing. Don't do it again. You know it's wrong. So don't do it again. You're good. Yeah. Still love you. Be better. <laughs> Yeah, just be better. You can be better. Be better. This was just an unknown accepted story, but um, my Bible notes that this isn't in a lot of manuscripts, and it could have just been added on, but I've never heard of that before, and I've always just, this is just accepted canon. Yeah, I've never heard that before either. That's kind of strange, because, mm -hmm. like, I remember being a camp counselor and teaching this to the kids. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember teaching this story at a child level <laughs> because it is such a common story. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a wonderful, wonderful lesson. Whether you're taking this from the literal Christian standpoint where this, this is a literal thing that happened, mm -hmm. I think that's a great lesson. Or if you're taking this as a as a more introspective way, like I typically do, it's like, you are both Jesus and the woman in this. You are everyone there. And you you have been each of these people and you will continue to be each of these people. I view Jesus as more of like your higher self, not your mm -hmm. not your earth meat suit self. <laughs> I love and hate that term. So I use it and I also <laughs> cringe as I use it. I don't know. <laughs> But I still use it a lot. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Anyways, so it's like it's like when you do something you know is wrong, you are that person who is that woman. You feel that guilt and the whole I I shouldn't have done this. You're all of that, and then that guilt that you're feeling is also you. It's those people that are dragging you out to be condemned for this mm -hmm. thing that you've done. So you're condemning yourself, you know, and then your higher self, you're you know, Jesus, he swoops in and is like, hey, you did this thing. It wasn't cool. Don't do it again. But you're still loved and you still have value and you're nothing less because of it. I think that that's, that's an important thing that we need to work through in ourselves. 
No, I, I, I wouldn't have thought about like you being everyone in the story. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's the uh, the Saint Mary edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like to take these stories in an introspective way because whether they happened or not doesn't mm-hmm. really matter to me. It's a story that I can learn from, mm-hmm. regardless of its factuality. You know. Yeah. And I think there's a lot to be learned from that. Okay, but like, okay, seeing it as for more the personal standpoint, though, that kind of that eases the initial to thing. I don't know why it's like, you know, why didn't they get the man too? Why is it just the woman? But it's it's just yeah. more like the symbolism thing. It's like, yeah, you know, you're just one person. You know. No, you're totally fucking right because that's another thing too. Because of how society was at that time, they didn't give a fuck about the mm-hmm. man who was involved in that. They didn't give a shit. Because as long as it was the woman cheating, the woman is in trouble because her job as a woman is to be there for her husband in his sexual needs. Mm-hmm. And it's so fucked up that that's how society <laughs> viewed it then. But yeah, that is a hundred percent why. But also, yes, the symbolism, you know, it's I view it as a symbolism thing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if this story happened, but if it did, cool. Yeah. If it didn't, still cool. <laughs> Okay, but when Jesus, uh, it was something else I just wanted to bring up to you. It's like when he's mm-hmm. writing on the ground to ignore them, is he ignoring them or is he stalling it until he comes up with the clever line? I think that he's not ignoring them. I think he's partially stalling to come up with how he wants to word it, make it all clever and Jesus-like, his, you know, add his flair. But I also think part of it was so intentional. He was just being super casual about it. Because he was trying to, like, to show them, like, y'all are making this a big deal. And it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. People learn from their mistakes. Let her learn from her mistakes. She doesn't deserve to be stoned because of this. Yeah. That is not the right kind of stoned. Y'all need to go <laughs> smoke some weed. <laughs> you just misread Moses. He just meant she needed to smoke a bunch of weed, have some epiphanies, and make you right. <laughs> Oh, hmm. Yeah, we'll have to take a look at that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But after that, he gets back to teaching his class. Yeah, he does. Let's see. You want to talk about that? Also, sorry, just a funny thing I saw in my notes. Um, What? I was doing my notes on my phone instead of my laptop this time. (laughs) And my autocorrect does not accept the word sin. It doesn't. It autocorrects it to either son or sims <laughs> <laughs> your phone just won't sin no apparently not it won't it refuses it won't to. let me but i think it's so funny that it corrects it to sims because it also underlines sims as an as not a real word <laughs> <laughs> is it because you've added that to dictionary i didn't even add it i just use it enough apparently that it just <laughs> added it for me <laughs> i've had some very riveting conversations about sims this week really have you have yeah. you started like recording any Sims? No, I haven't started our our high priest ones yet, but I've been getting some good ideas. I was talking about it with Lucy this week. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but tangent off my tangent. Um I started a new job this week mm-hmm. and there was a uh, one day that I came in for opening and we couldn't get the radio working. So the manager was like, I'm just going to run music off my phone. Problem is I have ads on mine and i was like oh i have spotify premium we can plug my phone in if you've got an adapter for it and uh so she was like oh my god we have to play the sims original soundtrack in the lobby (laughs) so we were just playing the sims original soundtrack (laughs) at the bagel shop in the morning it was wonderful it made my heart so happy uh i couldn't even hear it very well because i was making sandwiches and it's Mm -hmm. loud but it was wonderful to know that that was happening. I would be so happy if I walked into a coffee shop and there is just like the Sims music playing. Were you guys already talking about the Sims? How did you just go to like, yeah, put Sims music? No, that was the best part is we hadn't <laughs> talked about Sims or anything before. So it made me really happy. I was like, yep, we are on the same wavelength. Jeez. Yeah. Her and I get along really well. She's yeah, cool. You found a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, there's some cool people there. I like my coworkers. Good. It's yeah, that's a nice thing to have to like your coworkers. 
Okay, tangent over. Tangent over. What about a tangerine? Tangerines are pretty nice. I don't have any right now, though. <laughs> okay, but actually, getting back to teaching his class, and it cuts just into a part of him calling himself the light and the way, and he's just, he's that, and then everyone's there is mad at him. Like, why are you only talking about yourself? This doesn't sound cool, man. Yeah, what are you, a narcissist? <laughs> Yeah, and the Pharisees are like, your testimony is not true. Mm-hmm. You're calling yourself the light and the the light of life. It's untrue. And he's like, bitch, you don't know me. You judge according to the flesh. You know not where I come from. You know who, not who sent me. Y'all know nothing. Nice staccato you got there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets technical with them again because he's really just... This is just an argument. This is all this is, gonna, this is turning into. And he's like, well, yeah. anyhow, you know, since I have, have my God on my side and your law says two, two people. And so there's my father and me. I have two people. So it's true. Whatever it says is true. And they're like, well, where's your dad? And he's like, <laughs> don't worry about that. You don't know my dad. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know my dad. <laughs> my dad's so cool. He could punch your dad to the moon. <laughs> My dad could choke slam your dad into oblivion. <laughs> That's all Jesus has been doing this whole time. He's really just uh, like a nine-year-old. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, my dad can choke slam your dad into oblivion. So take that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. I keep using that as the as the words choke slam into oblivion. I can't help. You just it. really like it, huh? It made me laugh so hard. That's a real thing that some drunk guy said to one of my friends. (laughs) But yeah, dude, that was so fucking funny. I can't believe that happened. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, isn't Oblivion like Elder Scrolls? (laughs) (laughs) I want to be chokeslammed into Oblivion. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please chokeslam me into Oblivion, actually. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) This is getting kinky. Jeez. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, so. So, where were we? Okay. I don't even know. Um, He's talking about light and his dad. And... Oh, yeah, your dad doesn't... You don't even know my dad. Yeah, you don't know my dad. My dad could choke slam your dad into oblivion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so then, where... In verse 20, then, where does it say in your Bible where Jesus spake and taught? Uh, verse 20 these words he spoke in the treasury he has not or he has taught in the temple but no one arrested him because his hour has not yet come yeah so i mean he gets more plot armor so i was going on the treasury and it's like why is this place why why is he in the treasury why is there a dirt room in this treasury what is happening here yeah the treasury was the open court it was called the court of women because that's as far as the women were allowed to go into the temple he was not able to go into the sanctuary he was nowhere cool anywhere he was outside teaching women and whoever else wasn't allowed in that's cool as shit okay Mm -hmm. i like that so this makes more sense why a lot of these women were were part of the treasury because they would hang out in the court and talk pastors and everything they go straight to this is where they see this is treasury. This is an important thing. Like it's it just going for the word as we know it now. Yeah, but that's just not accurate. Because mm-hmm. I, my Bible note talks about it being like the 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 building structure that's like in the courthouse. You know, I got nothing. Courtyard. Oh. Yeah. Dang. I had to. Look but it up. didn't talk about it being like where the women who who weren't allowed to go further mm-hmm. were, and where they like. That's some good insight. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Nice find. Thank you. Oh, yeah. But yeah, they don't catch him. And again, he's like, eh, you'll never catch me alive, sirs. <laughs> you can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. He was so convincing. They're like, oh, is he just going to kill himself? Are we not? Is that how we're not going to find him? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what I had to stop myself from saying yes. earlier because I knew that came way later. Yeah. But I was like, Go he it. just keeps saying the same thing. The whole... I'm going away and you will seek me and where I'm going, you cannot come. And they're just like, what the hell does he mean? Is he going to kill himself? What does he mean? (laughs) 
Yeah, mine, like his exact words he says in mine is, I go my way and ye shall seek me and shall die in your sins. Whither I go, ye cannot come. Okay. Yeah. He is still teaching. He is still in front of people. He is speaking in parable. I believe he's just talking about like inner peace or enlightenment or something. Like if they, oh, if you judging me can't recognize that like that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm promoting. That's what I'm doing. That's what I have right now or whatever he's trying to say. Then you then you're just gonna be how you are right now forever. Yeah. If you can't find that, then that's on you. Mm-hmm. You can't come here. You can't gain it. <laughs> If you can't see it, because it's there. Yeah, then he goes into the whole, like, you are of this world, Mm -hmm. and I am not of this world. And I told you you will die in your sins. Mm -hmm. And as long as I am he, you will. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Oh, I am down in verse 28 when it's talking about lifting up the Son of Man. Like, I remember, like, a lot of that as being a a thing for... Or putting him on the cross, like like physically lifting him up. I remember that being like a oh. big. But I, I feel like that's just supposed to be more of like when when you you listen and abide to what I say, you'll realize that I was right all along. Yeah, dude, I completely agree with all of that, with all of what you just said. It is way perceived in churches typically as like this is symbolism for him being you know, put on the cross and hung on the cross, but you're so fucking right. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you would just listen, <laughs> if you would just listen, you would understand and this wouldn't be an issue, but you won't listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you abide in my word, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Oh, but I mean, his crowd points went up with, with that, the, the, the lifting up the son of man. But then what you said, then nobody liked that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, because he, he said that. And then he goes, everyone, he's like, everyone practices sin. And you'll be a prisoner to your sin. And they're like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. We're not prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's saying, you know, find this truth. This truth will set you free. And they're like, what do you mean? It'll set you free. Like, you said that, um, um, shit, was that later? Okay, but I think what you were going into, that was, hmm, I, I had a little, a little trouble on who exactly Jesus was supposed to be when he goes into this next little parable thing. It's like, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin, and the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son, therefore, shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. Like, if he's still supposed to be the son, he is He is the son of this house of sin and you're a servant to it, but if the son decides you're free, you can leave it completely? Hmm. I think that kind of goes into his half man, half God part, because while he's both like the prince of heaven, God's son, mm-hmm. he's still human and he is what ties humanity and sin and immorality to heaven. He's that bridge. And so, yeah, I feel like he is calling himself this, like, this son of this house of sin. And he lets us be free when we see the truth. I think I think that actually matches up more with, because like you were saying, like, he's the son of this God or whatever. But like, as he just always says, is he is the son of man. He's he is the product of what this world has created. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because when I was trying to figure out if anybody has like like talked about this like okay is jesus the son of sin in here right here and all i could find any, anything was more of saying that because it's they're like oh remember heaven like oh you're not a slave anymore the son's allowing you into the house yay but that doesn't seem to fit with like what's happening here like you are you are you can leave you can go away from all of this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah no i agree it is interesting so, I mean, I, I, mean I, th- I think that physically, yes, they can go away from it, but internally they're still stuck in that house, you know, if that makes sense, because it's sin is more of an internal thing. Yeah. Speaking of house of sin, I promised my 16 <laughs> year old nephew and his girlfriend I would take them to a haunted house and I'm fucking scared of haunted houses. I don't want to, but it's kind of a thing. So I have to. Uh, how are you scared? of? It feels like something you wouldn't be scared of. 
look, I thought the same thing. And then I went to one and it scared the shit out of me. And the next thing I knew, my 15-year-old nephew was being left in the dust as I booked it out. Mm -hmm. I let him run into a tree. (laughs) I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. See, I'm fine seeing those things on TV. I don't want to see those things moving around me. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't. Fuck the clowns. (laughs) Fuck them all. They fucking know when you're scared. They pick up on it and they play uh-huh. with that. It's bullshit. Oh, God. Uh, with a movie, I can throw a blanket over my head or a stuffy in front of my face or close my eyes. Well, how about you do that at the, the just bring a blanket or a stuffy with, bring Snorlax and throw them at the Fuck. people. <laughs> Fuck body no. slam. <laughs> just body slam. Snorlax. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I've told you guys enough about my Snorlax, but he is two foot tall. He's like the <gasps> size of two obese toddler toddlers. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. He's gigantic. <laughs> I wanted to take him to California with me, but I would have had to buy a second plane ticket for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it, it, you go in the, the at night. Because I mean, you're you're always going at night, yeah, at, to to the haunted house, and then it's gonna be dark and everything. You can bring Snorlax, and instead of using body slam, you can have like a flashlight and just tell them to keep using hyper beam and blind the people when they go to scare you. <laughs> oh my god! Fight yes. back! <laughs> yes, yes. Snorlax, use hyper beam. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, clown. <laughs> oh my god. Ugh. I don't want to go to a haunted house. They're so <laughs> scary. I'm such a baby. Mm, well, you did this to yourself. I know I did. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, God, God. And he's probably going to want to do different ones than we did last year. So we're probably going to be doing the fucking zombies and aliens. Ugh! No, just not zombies. Huh? Just, just no, not the zombies. I know, I don't want the shit that goes around at your ankles. Fuck that. I gotta run. I don't want shit grabbing my ankles. <laughs> Fuck that. I have big feelings about this that I did not know I needed to work through. <laughs> <laughs> and the aliens, come on. That's just gonna scare the shit out of me. Really? That's just gonna, it's gonna scare the shit out of me. What are the chances of a real alien, though, like, creeping you out, like, like popping in? That's, that's very, I don't know. Chances of zombies? Okay, mm. it's... Total. It's not even. It's not even the idea of a real alien coming in. It, it, it's the idea of just seeing like moving versions of what we depict aliens as in front of me, mm-hmm. being all creepy on purpose. That scares the shit out of me. The way we depict aliens scares the shit out of me, man. I love them, but if there was a real one in front of me, I would mm-hmm. be scared shitless. That is the. okay um anyhow so anyhow (laughs) then he goes on to abraham Mm -hmm. yeah and he was talking about uh or they they yeah sorry they were talking about abraham um they were telling him like we're the offspring of abraham abraham (laughs) and have never been enslaved to anyone and how is it that you say you will become free? And uh, Jesus is like, I know you're the offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me mm-hmm. because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. So he's he's just calling them straight out right now. He's like, okay, yeah, you're the offspring of Abraham. So why the fuck aren't you listening to me? Mm-hmm. You're not hearing because you're not listening. You won't listen to my father's words because you're acting on your father's words and everything has been so muddled over the years because these people just believe that they're safe and that they're entitled to heaven. So they haven't been living the way that they should. Is that right? No, I mean, that's... Or am I taking that out of context? No, that's right. (laughs) I got got nothing. Hell yeah. I mean, they just... I mean, they didn't have anything either when Jesus... Because they're like, well, yes, huh, Abraham's our dad. And he's like, you know what? No. If he was, you would be doing what he told you to do. Yep. And you ain't doing that. You think you're just clear so you don't have to put in the work. But that's not how it works. So yeah, it's pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Like, see, in verse 41, it just goes on like, 
then say them say to him we be not born of fornication we have one father even god it's like okay what we haven't really mentioned that is that that going on like they're making a dig at jesus because they like they know his roots and maybe (laughs) maybe that was a dig at him i don't know huh okay i didn't hmm. yeah he went hard on that though like he was like uh you are of your father, the devil. Mm-hmm. And like, he was calling him, like, he, he was going on saying, like, he's the liar, uh, or he's a liar and the father of lies. Mm-hmm. And like, he went hard on that. He's like, of course you can't hear me. You can't bear to hear me because you've been acting on your father's lies as he is the father of lies. Which one of you convicts me of sin? Mm-hmm. Where does he say that? Uh, Verse 46. 46. Oh, yeah. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? uh, Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. He was so fucking clear and in Mm -hmm. their face about it. And then that's that's where he goes with the, the Samaritan. Yeah. Are we not right in saying you're a Samaritan and have a demon? And then Jesus is done with it. He's like, no, I did like all you're doing is disrespecting me. Just give me some respect, please. Yeah. And then he's like, and if you listen to me, you'll never see death. (laughs) He just kind of tags that on and they're like, okay, yeah, he's he's a devil. He thinks that he's not going to die. What's going on with this? Yeah, and then he was like, or they were like, yeah, well, and Abraham died, and you said, if we follow your words, then we'll never taste death, so what the fuck? (laughs) Abraham died. Yeah, they were mad, just saying he was better than them. If I glorify myself, my glory is nothing. Yeah, so he's saying, like, I'm... I, I'm not seeking my own glory. I'm not doing this for myself. Mm-hmm. There's no point in that. There's no satisfaction in that, you know? Um, why would I be doing this for myself? Yeah. Uh, the one who seeks it... it... <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. I lost my spot. <laughs> oh, that's... Like... I don't know where I meant. Oh, I think what you said was great. And then... And then what? But again, they take... Um, He's like, see... I'm not trying to say I'm better than Abraham. Like, Abraham would have loved me. He's like, on my day, Abraham was happy or whatever. And they're like, I love how they... It's just so literal every time. They're just like, but you're not even 50. How do you know him? Why 50 of all ages? Was it really? I know. (laughs) Maybe because they're saying, like, he lived so long ago. So they're like, you're not even 50. So, like, there's no way. (laughs) Mm-hmm. But then, but like it's like any famous person that's dead a long time. You say, yeah, no, they they'd be totally cool. They'd be on my side. I mean, I I do that all the time with uh-huh. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus would not be with a lot of these churches. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> He'd be with a lot of these people who no longer call themselves Christians but still follow his teachings. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but like to to his age question, and then then what he calls himself, I am that's when they get mad yeah they were not happy about that like this is blasphemous how fucking dare you (laughs) that's when the stones are getting picked up but he sneaked out (laughs) yeah yeah they they picked up stones and they were they were ready and he just was like stealth attack not attack stealth stealth deflect escape bomb (laughs) smoke bomb yes <laughs> oh snap! Ah <laughs> oh, man, he's gone again. Uh-huh. So then I had a good Bible note—not uh, a good one, but whatever. When he's talking about how Abraham saw my day and it was gray, or whatever the the exact words are, that like this must mean that Abraham saw Jesus from heaven because Abraham actually doesn't talk about Jesus a lot in the Old Testament. That's what it yep. says. <laughs> it's like really no it is just using famous people to get your point across absolutely absolutely that's so funny that's a really funny bible note to have okay i have a bible note on 58 on the the whole i am Mm -hmm. 
If there had been any uncertainty about Jesus's identity in other passages where he said, I am, uh, there was no confusion here because Jesus was claiming to be the one who was alive before Abraham was. That is more than 2000 years earlier. Jesus does not simply say before Abraham was, I was, which would simply mean that he is more than 2000 years old. Rather, he uses the present tense, I am in speaking of existence more than 2,000 years earlier, thus claiming a kind of transcendence over, uh, over time that could only be true of God. The words I am in Greek use the same expression found in a, a, a word I can't pronounce. Try your best. Septagint? Sept, 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 I don't know. The UA is really throwing me off. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it is the it's the the original. Oh. It, it is the earliest extant Greek translation of books from the Hebrew Bible. Okay, so the words "I am" in Greek are used in the same expression found in the Old Testament in the first half of God's self-identification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we were when we were talking about that with experiencing God and Moses, and he's like, "I am," and like, yeah. It's like a Greek phrase. It's a uh, ego emi. I don't know. I feel like that's hold on. <laughs> yeah, it it just um it means I am, I exist. It's a first person singular present active indicative of a verb to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Again though, like something that really like a big takeaway. This is like if he is still talking in parable at this point, then yeah. of course he's not really claiming him. He is just saying like his his way of like his way of life. He's just teaching whatever it is. It's like this has always been around. This is what should be. Yeah. And like going back to like like the hmm, let me let me like not even just like from this reading, but even. Even before everything else where it's talking about like, you know, it's coded. You got to figure out what it means and everything and deciding which parts of the books are coded. And it's like everything that Jesus says spiritually is literally. But anything that's like setting up the scene where they are is like, that must be a code. Yeah. It's like, I, that that doesn't work for me. (laughs) Like that, that's, that's what this pattern has seen. They're like, well, we got to make sure every part about this is spiritual. But it's like, no, we have a story. We're giving points so we know what these people mean to each other yeah absolutely that's important i feel like a lot of the lessons learned in most of the bible is from well i won't even say most of the bible from the gospels is about the symbolism like you learn from the symbolism of these stories Mm -hmm. it's not even just a direct lesson and people like I don't know. They try to turn things into these direct lessons to make it easier. It just feels like it's less work for a less payout. And Mm -hmm. yeah, no, if I'm going to study this big old book that's hard to read, I'm going to actually take my time to study it, you know, (laughs) learn what it means. Because that I'm sick of these shallow surface level answers and explanations for things. I know. So you got you got anything else for John seven and eight? That's all I got. Uh, that's all I got, too. Did you have a favorite part? I did, actually. Um, it was the beginning of John chapter 8. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it wasn't quite the beginning, but it was towards the beginning when um, the woman was caught in the act of adultery and just how that whole scene went down. And Jesus was so casual about it, like, all right, well, if you haven't sinned, go for it. And everybody was just like, Ooh. Oh, shit. I, I just imagine this crowd is there like, uh, I don't know. They're just kind of shaking like, fuck, what the hell does that mean? What do we do now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I like when he shocks people like that, I guess. But I also feel like this is such a warm story. It ends on such a nice note, like, no, no one condemned me. And he's like, well, neither do I condemn you. Why? Why should I condemn you? You did mm-hmm. a thing you shouldn't have done. You're human. Don't do it again. Learn from it and move on. Like, that's such an important thing. And we have to have that grace for ourselves, too. And I think this is such a good lesson in 
remembering to have that grace for yourself. You're going to fuck up sometimes. It's okay. <laughs> Learn from it. <laughs> you know? Oh, that, that's, so that's that one beautiful. Really, yeah, yeah. That one stuck with me. <laughs> How about you? Did you have a favorite part? But honestly, I think just like understanding where this treasury is and what it actually means to the temple. <laughs> I agree. I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Because it gives a completely different perspective on what the work Jesus was doing there was, Mm -hmm. you know, what he was doing for real. He wasn't with the high ups. He was with the people who weren't allowed in. (sighs) Do we have anything that anything that news or we haven't mentioned we remember anything we should add? Uh, Thanks for being patient with us while we've kind of been (laughs) on this weird little sabbatical that was unexpected. Eh. Apparently, fall gets really busy for both of us. Yeah. And schedules just did not line up very well. So, thanks for your patience and thanks for continuing to listen. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, so, pals, I had a, a little project I've been working on. Now that it's been a year, uh, I wanted to make sure whatever we have out in the world is, you know, at least pretty decent and get to get. S- is acceptable to me. <laughs> Meets our know. standards. Yes. So I gave it, you know, I went through and I'm going through them all, all our episodes one by one to give them a little remaster, make sure like, hmm, you know, I'm a year better at this audio stuff and everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I think you guys will have a lot of fun listening back through. It's kind of fun seeing where we've come since yeah. then. And yeah, and seeing where mm-hmm. like some of our, our jokes came from. Mm-hmm. A lot of our merch and stuff, I don't even know if some <laughs> of you guys have heard because they were from some of our first couple episodes. I know. So go back and give them a listen. <laughs> I, I remember just kind of dreading it and be like, oh man, we must have been so terrible. And it's like, it's yeah. still pretty interesting. Like, okay. No, That's good. It's That's re- good. It's I'm entertaining glad. enough. It's like, yeah. Enough. I'm going to be real. I was... <laughs> enough yes (laughs) i'm gonna be real though i was concerned most about the first episode episode zero Uh uh-huh we were kind of doing the introduction and everything of the experiencing god yep that's what gave me the biggest worry yeah i was so worried about that i still haven't heard it yet i need to go listen oh yeah yeah go listen to it because it's because i mean that's what i was listening to i'm like you know what this is you know what it is but I'm not that bored, honestly. <laughs> yeah. And it was great from there. Good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to go back and listen to him again. I've been waiting uh, for the remasters to be ready to go back and listen because mm-hmm. I've been getting nostalgic and wanting to mm-hmm. go listen to our starting stuff. So, I mean, <laughs> that's a good way to find out is if, is if it's got that intro, it's been updated. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Yay. Uh, anything else? Um, I don't have anything else for us. Okay, then. I hope you guys like our intro stuff and our, our new yeah. intro music and outro music. Yeah. It's pretty dope. Oh, yeah. it's it, it, Yup, it had to be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you, pals. Catch you later. Hey, buddies. Mary here. If today's episode sparked something for you or you have questions for us, send us an email at thehighpriestbiblestudy at gmail.com. You can stay up to date on new episodes and merch releases through Instagram or check us out on Facebook if that's more your style at The Hible Study. That's at the H-I-G-H-B-L-E study. Just to keep you on your toes, find us on Twitter at The Hible Study. That's spelled the H-I-B-L-E study. Check out our subreddit r slash the high priest for references to some things that we've talked about in various episodes as well as some memes we also have a threadless shop shop.thehighpriest.show there's almost always new merch popping up there so be sure to check back regularly if you want to and can responsibly donate but have enough merch buy us a coffee buyusacoffee.com slash the h-i-g-h-b-l-e study you can donate once or you can choose to donate monthly Money donated helps us to improve the show and make it better for you as the listener. Or, if you want to just make it all that much more simple, all of these links are on our website, thehighpriest.show. Every link I've already mentioned, as well as some different platforms that you can listen to the show on. 
Rate us and leave us a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. And don't forget to subscribe so that you get notified of new episodes directly from the platform that you listen on. Besides, it's that much easier to share with your friends when it's at the top. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate you, and I'll catch you in the next episode.